I smell tea. Yeah, I have tea. Oh. <laughs> this is Felix Dragsdale through the Marvel Universe, where Felix... That's me. ...drags me through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Today, we are talking about Avengers Age of Ultron, a movie where Tony Stark and Bruce Banner create a villain by bringing an AI to life, don't learn any lessons, bring another AI to life, who ends up not being a villain and helps save the world from the threat they created. Avengers Age of Ultron originally came out in 2015. It's the fifth of six films of the Phase 2 era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is an Avengers movie, but does not mark the end of the Phase 2, like Felix led me to believe. <laughs> in my opinion, it does. Uh, not according to the internet. Well, they're incorrect, as always. According to the internet, the end of this phase ends with the next movie, Ant-Man. Lies. Yeah. So, Felix, have you seen this movie before we watched it together today? Yes. A bunch of times. Multiple 14 billion times. <laughs> Okay, you're nearly sticking to the script I wrote for you. <laughs> have you seen this movie before? No, I have not. Mm. What'd you think? Um, I thought it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they tried the same thing twice and got different results, and that doesn't really make sense to me. They didn't learn anything. I mean, sometimes in life. You do the same thing and you get different results. That is true, but like they they were taking big risks both times. Yeah. And that doesn't th- seem like a good idea. You know, gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet, as Tony Stark says. You know, everybody says that. Or wait, but does Ultron say that? No, everybody says that. It doesn't matter who says that, but... When you're doing that, you are not the first person who made an omelet ever. You're not the first person who broke a few eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not, like, a new thing. You're also generally not breaking the eggs. You're cracking them, like, deliberately. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know. Anyway. Yeah. So, I put a section in here for news because in in our timeline, meaning we record in advance, one of the things that happened between the last time we recorded and this time we recorded is that Stan Lee, the guy who wrote all the comic books. Every single one. Died. Bad news, I guess, for all comic books ever since there will be no more comic books. Yep, comic books are canceled. <laughs> the- but the speculation, I believe, is that Avengers 4 and Captain Marvel um, have already mostly filmed, so... He probably already did his cameos. Okay. So it won't really affect our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he was 95 years old, so I said, um, that's pretty good. Yeah. So I said. Pretty full life. Yeah. Bad news for Stanley cameos, yeah. but full life. R.I.P. Mo- moving <laughs> on. on. You must be the famous Pepper Potts. I am Loki. I am Groot. I am Iron Man. Agent Coulson. So, Felix, who's in this movie? Everybody got Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Thor. Bruce Banner slash the Hulk. Steve Rogers slash Captain America. Natasha Romanoff slash Black Widow. Hawkeye slash Clint Barton. Did you remember his name? I remember Clint. Oh, because, like, we get to meet all the Bartons in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, we have... Colonel Bestie, um, War Machine. Um, 
Quicksilver, Petro Maximoff. Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch. Sam Wilson, The Falcon. And then a little flashback drug-induced cameo by uh, Peggy Carter. Um, Nick Fury is also in this when he drops in. Um, uh, Your favorite, Maria Hill. I love Maria Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Although I said uh, uh, some old friends and some new family. So uh, Eric Selvig, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Heimdall. Uh, we get to meet all of Hawkeye's family, the Bartons. So Laura Barton, his wife, Cooper Barton, Lila Barton, and then uh, his uh, his baby who gets born during the course of this movie, Nathaniel Barton, um, and Helen Cho, the scientist from Korea, uh-huh. and uh- Wolfgang von Strucker, who, uh, so for the longest time, it wasn't until like, this time we were watching this movie, and I've seen this movie many times. Because it's your favorite. Um, yes. But nobody else's favorite. Nobody likes this movie. Um, it was the first time I was watching a subtitles, and I saw that his name was Strucker, and I always assumed it was Stryker, uh-huh. because that's like a famous Marvel villain, except for um, oh. uh, he's in the X-Men, like they have the rights to him at Fox. Ah. So I thought it was weird that they would have him in the Marvel movies because, like, he is like the one that like creates Wolverine and like oh. all that stuff. When uh, before you turn the subtitles on, when I I wrote down his name was Aaron Strugger, mm-hmm. not instead of Bond. <laughs> <laughs> so like clearly I heard that wrong, and he had a first name that I pulled off the internet, and I was like, oh okay, and then some um. So uh, <laughs> Oh, we artific- also left off from Team Shield. Um, that one guy from the uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, um, who like stops the bad guys from taking over the airships and the like, com- like the tech guy and the little computer. Is this the guy um, whose face you don't like? I don't remember. No. Okay. Yeah. There is. There is a guy. The guy whose face I don't like is the one who like punches him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's like, he's a little like computer nerd guy, and he's like, disable that alarm. And he's like, no, Captain America wants us to all work together. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's you, in this. There is also a computer nerd in this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we have two artificial intelligence characters. We have Ultron from the title, mm-hmm. and then we have Vision mm-hmm. slash Jarvis, because yes. Jarvis becomes Vision. So. Uh, spoiler alert, but you better have seen this movie or not care about it if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. And then <laughs> Thanos has a cameo. Yep. And um, Stanley has a cameo. Yes. yes. Is it really? I mean, I suppose it's not technically a cameo for Thanos. He's just a character. But like, it's not like a... It's like the after credit scene. I'm not going to argue about the definition of cameo with you on this <laughs> podcast. We're just going to move right on to the more important part of who of that list <laughs> takes off their shirt. <laughs> so, same person who always like is never wearing a shirt, yes. the Hulk. Always shirtless. Constantly shirtless. Which like 
still confuses me because I think we talked about this in the Hulk episode, but like if he can find pants that stretch and don't rip off when he hulks out, why can't he find a shirt? Um, because that's less important because it wouldn't have his wing ding doodle hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh-huh. And as consequence of that, we we have Bruce Banner shootless because mm-hmm. he's like that when he's turning back from the Hulk. But we also get to see some bonus Bruce Banner when he's getting out of the shower. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like... I'm sure we'll get to this, but that's one of the multiple scenes in this movie where specifically Scarlett Johansson's character is making, like, aggressively, like, rated R sexual comments and, like, come on. What does she say? Like, he's like, oh, they used up all the hot water. And she's like, oh, maybe we should have showered together. And, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then he was like, um, she's like. You're being too hard on yourself. I thought that were... He says, you're being too hard on yourself. And she's like, I thought that was your job. Oh. (laughs) Yep. But is this the first time she does this? No, because she's like... I think at the party also, she makes some kind of sexual innuendo to you when you're talking. But she is is aggressively flirting at this point with one person. But like... Out of nowhere. I hate this storyline. It's like my least favorite part about this movie. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> uh, we also have Thor shirtless. Oh, when he's finding himself in uh, his special bath in a cave. Mm-hmm. Um, I put down Captain America might as well have been shirtless in your favorite scene <sighs> yes. where he's chopping wood. So good. And then I have the shirtless red and silver dude who comes out of the cradle, who is Vision. Mm -hmm. And then he magically makes himself a shirt and some clothes and a cape. I think Um, that Under Armour or whatever brand of um, Captain America is wearing in that scene should just use that as a commercial for their clothes and just like play it on TV all the time. You have an extraordinary large a quantity of thoughts about Captain America. <laughs> he has extraordinary large muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for this one, you're not wrong. But if you choose to advertise that way, are you really advertising Chris Evans or are you advertising <laughs> these clothes will cling to you and they definitely won't cling to you like they cling to Clint? Chris Evans. Yeah, but they're not going to say that. They won't let you believe that you're going to look that good chopping wood. You're not. You're going to look chubby. <laughs> well, okay. I'm going to look chubby. You're just going to look skinny because you're a 90-pound asthmatic. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I wish. And, like, we when he, like, rips it. the wood in half, I, like... Oh, no, we haven't gotten there yet. I was thinking it was a Winter Soldier, and we just missed it. And I was like, how what, could I miss that? But it's not Winter Soldier. It's in Civil War. There is definitely no way you miss talking about Chris no, Evans. No, There's this great scene in our next nope. movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Our next movie is Ant-Man. This is the, the one after that. The one that. after that, Captain America. Winter I know Civil you like War, to forget that Ant-Man exists. <laughs> he um, is also wearing Under Armour again. No, I think it might just be a plain white t-shirt. I don't know. Regardless, his muscles are bulging. He's very sweaty. Okay. And with that, why don't we start talking about plot? Sure. (laughs) Okay. So we start out where um, an English-speaking Hydra base is being attacked by the Avengers. Both sides have alien technology. 
which means it's phase two mm-hmm. for phase two shield, but shield's kind of in disarray. I'm not exactly sure the situation with shield. I think it was shut down. Yeah, that doesn't super make sense to me, but whatever. Um, uh, and it's winter time, and they're in the mountains, or else it's just you know fall time, and they're really high in the mountains. <laughs> but <laughs> but the reason that they're attacking this is because they want to get Loki's scepter back, which was confusing to me because I thought that they took Loki's scepter to Asgard and then gave it to the collector or something like that. So last time we saw Loki's scepter was in the Avengers. Uh huh. And how does that movie end? Do I have to open my notes? (laughs) (laughs) No. They totally have the scepter at the end because uh, Black Widow uses it to break the, like, sky beam. Okay, I'm just going to look it up. Oh, the Tesseract goes to Asgard. Mm, That's right. So they just left the scepter? Just, like, on the streets of New York City? I'm confused. So am I. Oh, so Quora.com, I don't know what that is, is saying that he got a hold of the scepter because Hydra infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., which cleaned up after the Battle of New York. Oh. He got it through Hydra. Yeah, because it just says Thor takes Loki home for punishment, and I assume that included his scepter. But So they are trying to get Loki's scepter back, <laughs> which has been moved to this other Hydra base because... S.H.I.E.L.D. was infiltrated by HYDRA, which it totally was because they had a a HYDRA division of S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) prior to their dismantling or whatever happened to them. Um, And there, the main building, which is a castle, was protected by a force field, according to Jarvis on a satellite. Mm -hmm. HYDRA says to send in the twins, which are... Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yep. Um, The city... Played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, who... Was in Kick Ass. He was Kick Ass, the like superhero parody movie. Oh, with oh my god, what's his name? I never remember the super cute boy from American Horror Story, the blonde one, um, who is Quicksilver in the X Men movies. Oh, so there were two uh, two Quicksilvers <laughs> in the same movie. Yeah, interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, oh my god, what's his name? I have to look it up now. Continue talking. Okay. Um, this is near an actual city. The city starts taking fire. So it's not a real city. It's not a real city. This is not a real country. It's <laughs> the, mo- the, country is, the country is so, called Sokovia. Yeah, that's what we couldn't figure out is so they say like the country is Sokovia, but then the city is also Sokovia? No. Right? I, okay. I have a section for this later. We'll oh, discuss okay. it later. Hydra will not surrender. And I say Quicksilver has an Evan accent and a bad bleach job. True. And then... Evan Peters is the other Quicksilver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Much better Quicksilver, honestly. I have no comment on that. Well, you'll get there when we do Felix nope. Dragsdale yeah. the X-Men nope. Cinematic Universe. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Iron Man gets into the castle and takes off the Iron Man suit and puts it into sentry mode and finds a secret door. At which point, was that you or Mark that said, <laughs> because Robert Downey Jr. needs to be in this movie? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> instead of just a suit. At which point, Von, what's his name? Because I still Strucker. have Aaron. I have still have Aaron Struger, Struger there. Struger. <laughs> 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 Who 
who is the evil side monocle guy from a previous uh, movie's yes. after credit scene. Um, he's the Hydra's number one guy. He used to work for S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, <laughs> Iron Man finds the... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not doing a very good job narrating what, what happens in this movie. <laughs> Iron Man discovers that... Through a brick wall, there's there's another room. So he blasts through the wall and then finds the Loki's scepter. Mm-hmm. But also there is is Iron No is Scarlet Witch. I'm like missing my adjective. Scarlet Witch gives him a bad dream. Yeah, because he sees like the giant um, worm monster thing. Yeah, I called Avengers. it a Chinese dra- a flying Chinese dragon, didn't I? Yeah, and then and then all his friends are dying and blaming him, and he and like Captain America is like, "It's your fault." Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but it reminds me of um, you know that statue where um, it's like all the army men trying to raise the flag. It's like a very famous statue. Are there dead people on it? No, it's just people trying to raise the flag. In my mind, there's like dead people towards the bottom and then like the ones that are still alive are trying to raise the flag. I think it's just people who are alive trying to raise the flag. But I don't know. There may be people (laughs) actively being shot in that scene. Well, that's that's the vibe I was getting. From the okay. So you the vibe you were getting was war? Yeah. Okay. He was getting war and Chinese dragon monster, alien monster. Mm Mm-hmm. And very bad. It is the Marine Corps War Memorial, and there is, does not seem to be dead people. Okay. Anyway, because they're all like kind of like in a pyramid shape, like up some steps, and they're all dying and have like knives in their bodies and stuff. Okay. So, war is the vibe you got. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because it's the Infinity War. Dun dun dun. This is the age of Ultron where everything's great. <laughs> the age of Aquarius. Okay. So so after this this battle, they all head back to the Avengers Tower. Um in the meantime, uh what's his face? Oh, other side now. During the battle, like Quicksilver goes out and he like is like hitting Captain America and stealing Clint's um arrows out of the air. And they keep going, there's enhanced in the field, do not engage. And it drives me crazy when they call them enhanced, but it's because they can't call them mutants because Fox owns the rights to that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, Hawkeye is injured. Clint Hawkeye mm-hmm. is injured. And Clint so- Hawkeye. <laughs> Clint Hawkeye Barton is injured. <laughs> and so they are doing some some ambulance kind of treatment in the in the plane. But then that once they get back to... to uh, the Avengers Tower instead of Stark Tower in Manhattan. They they call in and they they say, Doctor Cho Cho is on her way from Seoul. And this is where we learn that she's actually from South Korea. Geography. Oh, sorry, I was totally not on that one. <laughs> and that was because later, like, I totally missed that. Like. Part of this movie takes place in South Korea. <laughs> what? <laughs> because, like, it it says it on the screen. <laughs> well, I wasn't looking at the screen at that particular moment. That I 
I am the note taker because I forget everything I see. I just be like, ah, oh, some stuff happened. That's why I think you're going to like um, Civil War because in this movie, whenever they go somewhere, they put um, the location, like the geography in the like bottom right hand corner in little letters. But in Civil War, it like takes up the entire screen. <laughs> it's like Germany. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that should help me if I'm looking at the screen and not my 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 screen yes. when I'm writing up notes. So, but that will be fabulous because I like geography. <laughs> but so- yeah, so Dr. Cho is like doing like a artificial skin grafting onto I, his body. I called it a tissue regenerator. Yeah. Basically. I said she has a tissue regenerator. She's doing it on, on Burton. She says, this will be so good. Even your girlfriend won't be able to tell. He says, I don't have a girlfriend. She, they invite her to the party. She says, will Thor be there? She clearly has a crush on Thor. Because mm-hmm. same. Well, yeah, but your crush on Captain America is bigger. True. Then they are, uh, <laughs> then uh, Tony. Tony is evaluating Loki's scepter um, and with Jarvis. And Jarvis says, hey. It appears this hey. jewel. Okay, he doesn't. You want to do your Jarvis impression, no. sir? I can't do a British accent. Is a protective housing for something else, like a computer, like a computer, not like another jewel inside of that. Even though it's called an Infinity Stone. Yeah, it's definitely not a computer. Ah, and so he calls in Bruce Banner, and he's like, and he put, puts it on the fancy display. Uh, screen which isn't a screen it's just a projector in 3d and he's like what does this remind you of he's like a human brain with all the synapses and stuff and then he said you know what we should do this would we should apply this for ultron our ongoing earth peacekeeping program to be run by ai so they go ahead and do it but don't tell anybody Mm -hmm. because it's like what does he say like a shield around the world or a something i don't remember he wants to protect the world because he's got ptsd and aliens are coming in infinity war dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay you realize that aliens already came in <laughs> through logis after the mind control thing that didn't make sense mind control not- no um, that was through the text they came in through the hole in the sky which was caused by the Tesseract. Yes. Which is the one that they gave to the Collector instead of the Loki Scepter. Yes. So, so they do that. Mm-hmm. Ultron becomes alive, becomes self-aware, and then becomes hostile toward Jarvis. Yeah. And they do the thing that, like, I hate, like, all movies do whenever, like, um, like a person is, like, from out of this time. And they have to, like, learn about what's happening in the modern world. They, like, flash through, like, TV or war imagery oh, on yeah, the internet. they totally do that. In every movie, and it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. And they usually do it really fast yeah. because it's usually whoever's out of t- out of their, their original time. Why not just, like, read Wikipedia articles? That's what I would do. Because it's not as visually stimulating for the audience. Yep. But, yeah. I really enjoy that scene, though. The like, conflict between Jarvis and Ultron. He's, like, 
trying to shut him down. And he's like, let me call Mr. Stuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so then they're at the party. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. New scene. Mm-hmm. There's a party. Thor is there. It's like a pizza party, but there's no pizza. It is like a pizza party. Uh, except it's not at the end of the movie. It's not. No. War Machine is telling a dumb story. Boom. You looking for this? <laughs> Where he throws a tank at the feet of some general. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's very funny. Yeah. I knew it was okay. Jane and Pepper are not there, but Maria Hill is there, which is okay because she's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Stan Lee is there because they invite invited some World War II veterans for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. <gasps> um. I didn't either. I I was kind of assuming it was supposed to be a a let's invite Captain America's friends <laughs> from the army one, but he really didn't have that many friends. No, because he was kind of like you know he was like the untouchable like on a pedestal leader. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have the same kind of friends that other people have. His friend was Peggy Carter mm-hmm. and Bucky Barnes from when he was a kid, but he certainly wasn't friends with like that giant leprechaun. Giant leprechaun. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He yeah. looks like a giant leprechaun. But anyway, one of them is, uh, uh, they're drinking Thor's thousand-year-old liquor, and Stanley totally gets super drunk on it. Mm-hmm. He uh, says Excelsior, which is like his catchphrase. Yeah. I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Black Widow is like flirting with Bruce, like we were talking about earlier, and making come-ons. And she's like, Doing this bit, and so I have this problem with Scarlett Johansson, where every single thing she's in, I also feel the same way about Paul Rudd, actually. Okay, Um, this will be interesting. Okay. Everything they're in, it feels like they're acting. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're like stage acting, almost. Like, it's like overdramatic, but not like, like campy. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay, I understand what you're saying, especially in this scene. Yes. Like, I can see it in this scene where she's she's being flirty, but she's, like, playing a part in yeah. this flirtation. But that's what it feels like whenever she acts to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah. So, she's playing this, like, I'm, but like, I, a bartender in the 20s and, like... Yeah. It's like this, you know, what's a girl like you doing in a place like this and, fellow done me wrong and blah 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 <laughs> and you're that fellow and should I really be with you and yeah, uh, yeah. Um, um, they play a party co- game that I like to call lift the mew mew it's <laughs> such a cute scene that's like the reason I like this movie like even though I hate the Bruce Banner Scarlett Johansson thing is like cause it's it's very like character driven and like there's just a lot of cute little moments with them Whereas in like a lot of the other ones, it's just a lot of like punching. Yeah, they do. They do good. Um, show it, not write it. Yeah, stuff. Joss Where, Whedon's or, good at that. Yes, show it, not tell it. Um, like this scene, the purpose of it was to remind everybody that hey, nobody can lift Thor's hammer except Thor because he's the one who's worthy of it. Mm-hmm. And so here's a bunch of guys doing stupid things at a party. But really, your this part the purpose of this party scene is to set up a romance between a ridiculous Scarlett Johansson and the Hulk. <laughs> um, 
remind everybody about the Thor's hammer thing so that when it comes back later, everybody's like, oh, who's worthy of the hammer? That's weird. Also, they're like, it's funny. It's like, it's a funny line, but like, she goes like, like they offer after all the guys take their turns, they like gesture at uh, Scarlett Johansson. And she's like, oh, that's not a question I need answered. And I'm like, why are there so many dick jokes in this movie? <laughs> there are lots of dick jokes everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed out of place. Um. Yeah, there were a bunch because there was definitely um, a bunch about about how like Thor and Tony were arguing about whose girlfriend was better. Mm-hmm. Which was really just like a way to like cover up the fact that hey, we couldn't hire these actresses, <laughs> actors to be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, because well, like everybody else is in this movie. Pepper, we don't see again until the next Avengers movie, um, but we never see Natalie Portman again. <laughs> uh huh. Maybe maybe Helen Cho makes her move. <laughs> And when 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 partners never see each other, that that kind of breaks down a romance. Yeah, some people can't handle long distance relationships. Or or if you're somebody who can like literally fly around the world by like tossing up your hammer or whatever, and you don't bother to come see me. Yeah, I'd be. Irritated. I'm kind of. I want to kind of think that maybe I'm not that important to you, and maybe this isn't like the thing we should be in. Yeah. She's probably dating that guy from the Thor to the Dark World. <laughs> see that, see that, see that. <laughs> the wine, yes, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, so um, then Ultron shows up to the party yes. as a, uh, as a taking over the body of a robot. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we skipped over this part, but so in uh, the early scene when they're in Sokovia fighting um, all the people in the, like, field, um, they send out Tony's, like, new robot squadron um, to, like, be peacekeeper, like, police in the city, um, which Dale totally thought were, like, Iron Men. No, I thought they were creepy looking because like their their heads aren't full full like regular robot heads. They kind of have like skull things going on. Sorta. It was mostly just that one cuz someone threw acid on it. Why was somebody throwing acid? You see, the you missed this whole like- scene. <laughs> So when they But like it was really more than that. They were all really creepy. They but were that, all really that creepy. is that is how Ultron shows up to the party is wearing one of the Sentinel robots. Yeah, that the one that got like, acid thrown on it. Oh, the specifically that one yeah. to be creepy? Because like why wouldn't he pick a like regular one <laughs> when that wasn't in the pretty city, um everyone in Sokovia hates Tony Stark because when they were in the war all of the like ammunition was from his company and so like there was like murals and like spray paint on the walls with tony stark with like devil horns and like money signs all over um and that makes sense to me yeah so when the iron man robots came to like keep the peace the guy throws acid at one of them oh okay i thought it was just because uh, there were crazy robots (laughs) (laughs) coming into your town not speaking your language that's also could be true. Well, everyone seemed way. to speak English in Sokovia. 
but yeah so uh through like the magic of the internet Ultron uploads himself into the creepy robot that's like missing an arm and half its face and does like one of my favorite like supervillain monologues it's so good I was so excited for this movie from just so like the trailers before this movie came out was like um like a creepy rendition of the song from Pinocchio that he sings oh yeah um but like the actual song and then like so so at this point did Disney own the Marvel oh yeah okay so that's why they can use this I'm sure um yeah and so then like it was like that and like showed him in the robot um and I was very excited about it because that was before it became like super commonplace to do like creepy renditions of children's songs in movie trailers. Now it's like a trope, but back then it was it was still cool. Back in twenty fifteen, yeah, <laughs> back in the day. Oh my goodness, he got no strings on him. That is true <laughs> because we got Wi Fi now. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then they get into like a punching match with all the little robot thingies. Okay, so do you want to summarize his his creepy monologue or yeah. shall I? I'll go for it. Okay, so Ultron was created to save humanity, but he goes on to conclude that the Avengers are really part of the threat to humanity mm-hmm. and says, how is humanity saved? If it is not allowed to change and there's only one path to peace, the Avengers ex- extinction, ex- yeah, extinction, which would be a better title for this movie. What? Avengers extinction. Avengers two <laughs> extinction. <laughs> Avengers extinction. Um, that's true. This is a terrible title. <laughs> or no. <laughs> Avengers age of Ultron is a terrible title. That that is his plan, and he he is all over the world through the internet. Yep, and um, this is the scene where oh, and he mentions that he killed someone, and they're like, "You didn't kill anybody. We're all here." And then it turns out he killed Jarvis. Yeah, that's very sad. Uh, during the fight scene, everyone's like diving and like jumping through glass and stuff, which like they do in movies a lot, and everyone would be bleeding profusely, um, but. Uh, they like jump over the bar and Scarlett Johansson lands uh, or Bruce Banner lands on her boobs and it's like a awkward moment and then um, uh, what's her face Dr. Cho um, gets cornered by uh, one of the robots and that's when Ultron like gets his eye on her and then I think Thor like bashes it or something and then one of the other robots like sneaks away with the scepter and flies out the window and they don't catch that one. Ooh. Ultron goes to meet the twins in Sokovia in a church. Mm-hmm. And he announces that the church is in the exact center of the town, which is called Novigrad. And the only reason I know this is from the internet because they don't mention it. But this is a good time to talk about <laughs> geography. <laughs> Okay, so Novigrad means new town, and it's the name of several different cities in um, Bosnia, or it's the name of cities in Bosnia, Croatia, Serbia, and Slovenia, which makes sense because they named this fake country Sokovia 
very similar. And everybody has these like weird Southeastern European accents. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense because it's a war-torn area with the, the, the history with Stark mm-hmm. and the twins that you mentioned. The twins are orphaned at the age of 10. Um, this is something that uh, they and Ultron get into um, when their apartment building was bombed. Mm-hmm. And then they had to uh, stare at a, a Stark brand shell the, next to them while they waited to get rescued and wondering if it would go off as bricks and things shifted. Also, my favorite like little dialogue, because both of their accents differ so wildly <laughs> just within like the span of two minutes that they're talking about the story. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of the movie. Yeah. Cause it's hard to do a fake accent or well, it's hard enough to do an accent, but it's harder to do an accent for a place that doesn't exist <laughs> or for an accent that doesn't actually exist. True. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Scarlet Witch can't read Ultron. Because Ultron's physical form is a a silver robot that has metal parts that move like muscles. Mm-hmm. And I found this extremely, um, I don't want to say creepy because it wasn't creepy like the weird skull robot guy was. But, like, it's extremely, like, disorienting. Why? Because it's watching his his mouth move like lips. But, like, that's not how metal moves. Oh, you're right. You know who else does that? Optimus Prime. And it's much weirder in Transformers to me. Yeah. It's super, yeah, it's it's like disorienting and it's weird looking. And then you're just like, Egh. But he's made of. Um... I, you're not going to get anything from me <laughs> because I've never seen Transformers. And no, not will. Optimus, Ultron. <laughs> um, the, the Black Panther metal. Vibranium? Uh, yeah, that. So, like, it's make believe. So, it can move in different ways. <laughs> okay, because I've never seen uh, Captain America's shield move like that. That's true. And it doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> at that point, it's basically like the cons- should be the consistency of like clay. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's just like a bunch of tiny metal plates with like gears and like gyroscopes on them. Just to make it look more like it's actually, yeah, it's actually like a human speaking, so that we're all a little more comfortable, but still weirded out by it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I like the design of Ultron. He's very muscular and tall. I date Ultron. Okay, so at this point, who in these movies would you not date? <laughs> I don't like Bruce Banner. I never have. Um, Is that it? Stan Lee. <laughs> okay, so Bruce Banner and the man who's like 95 years old. Yeah, that's about it. I don't know. Tony Stark's very wealthy. And like Robert Downey Jr. looks pretty good for his age. Um, obviously, Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans are super hot. Um, Scarlett Johansson's pretty hot. Maria Hill's really competent. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to make for some more interesting Mary Fuck Kill games because I'm going to pick different people. <laughs> I'd totally date Ultron. I, like, 
I, I feel like I couldn't date Hawkeye. He's kind of dull. <laughs> and he, and I date his wife. She seems interesting. That's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's such a stupid scene, and like I don't know why it's in the movie, but I would totally be okay with more of her. <laughs> like I liked her character. Uh huh. It's totally true. She has a better character than he does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> and she's never in the movies because she's. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, so okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we've learned that <laughs> that Felix will date almost ev- everybody, um, uh, I don't know that I date Vision, but you know who does? Oh no, I don't want <laughs> no. I hope the answer is Friday the alternate AI for Tony's uh, Iron Man suit because uh, that's the thing that makes sense. Nope. <laughs> Okay, let's just keep going past it. <laughs> okay. Find out when we get there. Or maybe it will be in every single one of my what happens next. Okay. All right. Um, Ultron's plan. Mm-hmm. This is what he reveals to the twins in that church, which is in the exact center of town. So that everyone can be equally close to God. Geography. Um. Um, uh, the plan is to have Scarlet Witch tear the Avengers apart from the inside and have him and Quicksilver hurt them physically, mm-hmm. steal some vibranium, and then erase the Avengers' electronic files on Von Strucker. And um, they attract attention by killing Von Strucker and spelling out peace in his blood. Because mm-hmm. when Tony and uh, what's-his-face, Bruce Banner are talking while they're trying to build Ultron. He's like, peace in our time, and being all cocky about his great discovery. of. Oh, yeah. And so that's that's becomes like Ultron's catchphrase. Uh-huh. So they go around trying to buy or steal Vibranium. Ultron gets mad at one of the guys who he is buying it from. And his name's Claw. His name is Claw. <laughs> <laughs> but it's spelled like, C-L-A-U-E, I believe. It's not like Kloss? Like, no. Like it's German? No. Oh. Uh, because he says, keep your... Or, oh, we left Claw out. Claw's in this movie. Oh, okay. He's played by what's-his-face. Oh, what's-his-face? Yeah. And he's not doing, like, mocap for once. <laughs> I have no idea what words you just said to me. What? What's mocap? Motion capture. Oh. Yeah, that's like what he's known for. Oh, oh what's his face? Yeah. I totally didn't recognize him because he wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> he wasn't in it. What's, I always forget his name. Is it? It's like. Okay, I'm something? just. Okay, I'm oh, just looking at it. super hard. Makes, makes perfect sense because I didn't recognize the, the name in the thing at all. Because I was like. Who? And I was like, whatever. Oops. <laughs> I want to say Andy Samberg, but that's fully not him. <laughs> oh, <my. sighs> okay. Andy Circus. That's why. Okay. Let me double check if that's correct. According to. Oh, gosh. There's so many people in this movie. Nope. No. Nope. I'm looking at Klaus Mercenary. I can't find him. 
Oh, wait, I find it. I found it. It is Andy Circus, yeah. and it's not the way I expected Circus to be spelled. It's with a K. No, it's with an S. I expected it to be like the the Three Ring Circus. No. <laughs> so I was I was totally off the mark there with how you spell Andy Circus or who Andy Circus is. Gollum. Yeah, because yeah. that's who I think he looks like. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he look like Gollum? No wonder I didn't know who he was when you said played by what's his face. <laughs> The man of many faces. He also plays um, the bad guy in uh, The Force Awakens and uh, probably like six characters in uh, those Planet of the Apes movies. I don't know. I don't watch those. Anyway. Andy Serkis slash Claus (laughs) says, keep your friends rich and your enemies rich and wait to find out which is which. Mm -hmm. Such a good line. Which turns out to be a Stony Stark phrase, which makes Ultron lose his shit. Right, it's very angry. <laughs> because the Zeller compares him to Stark, and then he cuts off the Zeller's arm, Claus's arm. Which is why I told you, remember, everyone in one of these movies gets an arm cut off. Yeah, and I guess this one is like really related to your your father because he just just got mad because he was like, "I'm not like my dad." <laughs> it's so cute because he totally is. Yeah, you're both a holes who like think very, very highly of themselves. Yeah. And then he comes in and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna break your old man's heart." Yeah, the Avengers catch up with them and like enter at this point, but they find them by going through their physical files since all their electronic files were deleted. Um, and finding a picture of the brand that uh, Klaus slash Andy Circus had on his <laughs> neck. Which uh, turned out to be Wakandan. Because mm-hmm. um, he stole vibranium and then got branded for it. Uh, and he's the only person who's ever made it out alive from Wakanda after stealing. How do you know that? Because they say it in the movie. It's also very relevant in Black Panther. Oh. I don't remember that at all. Do we see, <laughs> do we see any circus slash claws again? In Black Panther. Okay. Well, I'll look forward to that. Where I won't notice him at all because <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's in that movie. Yes. Okay. I'm surprised you even noticed that. That Michael B. Jordan's in the movie? No, that Andy Serkis is in that movie because Michael B. Jordan's in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's shirtless a lot. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, everyone has bad Scarlet dreams because Scarlet Witch is there. and uh, Bad think- Scarlet dreams? <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> yes. Um, Thor has a dream where Heimdall has weirder eyes and uh, thinks Thor will lead them all to hell and everybody. Hell with one L. Yeah, I didn't spell it that way, but but I, I would describe hell with one L as uh, a weird eyes wide shut orgy thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Natasha has dreams about her ballet spy training. Which now I can only ever think about that stupid um, Jennifer Lawrence movie whenever I see this. The Red Sparrow. Oh. Because it's the same plot. Oh. Yeah, she's like a Russian. Russian ballerina spy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Had no idea. Yeah. Um, Captain America 
gets to go to a dance with Peggy, Peggy Carter and the war is over. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure why that's such a bad dream. Yeah, I was confused. Maybe it's just like what he's missing out on, like what could have been if he gets yeah, to go to the Yeah, or ice. maybe maybe it's really that he doesn't know how to dance. Mm. I but, don't know. And then like um, Clint doesn't get mind controlled because like he has been mind controlled in the last Avengers movie. So he was like, I don't, I've already done that. I don't want to do that again. And he like stabs her in the face with an electrified arrow. <laughs> but it just gives her a headache. Uh-huh. So she's fine. <laughs> yep. Um, and then the Hulk hulked out, but he can't get a lullaby since uh, Black Widow is in Oh, her- we totally had skipped over that earlier. What? During the fight scene where Black Widow has to go calm him down. Oh, yeah. So that's apparently their thing now. They just like shoehorn this in that, like, because they have this like semi romantic relationship, she's like the only person that can calm him down and unhulk him. Yeah. And so she like tells him the sun's getting real low, big guy, and like strokes his hand. It's very weird. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So now, now since Bad Will Black Widow. Is stuck in her scarlet dream about ballerinas and nobody having mouths at her spy school. Uh, she can't give Hulk his lullaby. And so they have a fight in an African city, which according to the internet is Johannesburg, South Africa. Ooh. Yeah, I looked it up. Because <laughs> I was like, where is this? And you were like, somewhere in Africa. And I was like, okay, that's not super helpful. Um, they call in the backup plan, which is called Veronica, mm-hmm. which is, I called it an iron tent thing, which is supposed to like cage in the Hulk. And it's an Iron Man suit that is bigger and goes over the Iron Man suit mm-hmm. so that Tony Stark can fight the Hulk in the middle of a city. Also known as the Hulkbuster armor. Comic book nerds were very excited about this. It was also in that awesome trailer. It's what's it called? Hulkbuster. Oh, it's called Hulkbuster. Yeah. See, to me, it just reminded me of Power Rangers because, like, it was <laughs> big. It was big in different pieces, flow, fluid. That's all. I suppose. Or yep. Voltron. <laughs> what? Voltron. Oh, Voltron! I heard Ultron, Ultron. and I was like. <laughs> Ultron is just a computer program that takes over a bunch of robots. I mean, he's also pretty big. Um, yeah, with his weird metal lips. Yep. That are creepy, but you would still date him. Oh, yeah. Anyway. He could make me a billionaire immediately. But so could Tony Stark (laughs) if we got married. Oh, my goodness. So, moving on plot-wise, or do you have more to say about... The buying some vibranium and the Hulkbuster Iron Man suit. Um, oh, I loved that um, when they're fighting. And that, first of all, every civilian that they fight next to is dead. Um, like all those people in that elevator were definitely dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, there's just an elevator seat. But when they like crash through that big tall building and then Tony's like, how far, how fast can we buy this building? <laughs> I liked that. Yeah, there is just total, yeah, like, they destroy the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then we learn that there's, like, a Stark, like, relief fund. And, like, basically, they're, like, were they, like, is it the United Nations? Like, the Red Cross? Yeah, them. Let's go with that. Okay. 
where they like send them into like disaster areas and like okay yeah um but like funded by stark industries because tony's always going around destroying cities (laughs) it's totally true he is or his team is or whatever but yeah okay batman also has that apparently but it's like more subtle yeah because his identity is a secret Mm -hmm. unlike tony (laughs) who says he's iron man on national television yeah, and then tells everybody his address because <laughs> he's real dumb. Okay. So, after that fight in South Africa. Maria Hill's like, don't come back here because, like. Everybody's super pissed that you destroyed a city for, like, no reason. <laughs> no reason. No. Yeah, they're, they're talking charges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're like, let's go to the safe house, which turns out just to be. Clint Barton Hawkeye's house. <laughs> and so we get to meet Hawkeye's family and his wonderful wife, Laura, who has more character than Hawkeye ever did. <laughs> Other than like Hawkeye's character is, I shoot arrows and I'm friends with, with Romanoff. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor takes off to go find himself. Which bothered me because like it doesn't pay off. Like we'll get there. But like that whole thing with the like pool and his visions, and, yeah, like, so none what, of that makes sense. Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, he goes, like, first he has to go find Eric Selvig outside of his, like, university class. Mm-hmm. In England. And then he goes and takes a bath in the ca- in a cave where he takes off his shirts, shirt, and then um, the water spirits have to accept him and th- so that he can return to the dream and figure it out. And then within the dream, he sees the infinity stones like flying around. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's where there's like zero payoff other than you're like, pretty rocks. <laughs> or now that we know that they're like computers, pretty rock computers. They're not actually computers. Um, That's what I'm going with for now. No. So the reason that. This nope. one came off that way is because... It's it, the mind control stone. It's the mind stone. And so, like, that's why it looked like the human brain. So, they assumed it was a computer because, like, theoretically, like, supercomputers are designed after human brains. But it's not a computer. It's just magic. Okay. Or, as Thor says, basically technology. Because where I come from, magic and technology are the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Except that's not true because, as we'll learn when we get to Doctor Strange... There's just also magic. Oh, boy. <laughs> also, they definitely don't talk about it in Asgard like it's technology. No, they don't. They talk about it like it's magic. <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, also, during this time, Natasha and Bruce talk about running away together and flirt very heavily when he has his shirt off. Yeah. Do you want? Do we want to take this time to talk about your problems with this storyline? I just—it's so forced and weird. It's literally the only time it comes up. It doesn't come up in any other movies. And like, you were so happy in uh, the Captain America movie where Captain America and uh, no, yeah, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. where Captain America and uh, Black Widow do not have a romantic storyline. Oh, I love line. that. Yes. I feel like that a movie does not need to have a romantic plot line unless that's like a core point of the movie. Like Call Me By Your Name is like the plot of the movie is their romance. So that makes sense. But so you if, think romantic comedies should definitely have yes. romance in them. But, but if but. it's just an action movie, I don't need this like forced romance subplot. And also, especially because like with heterosexual relationships in film, 
it's like you can't have a man and a woman just be platonic friends <laughs> and it's so stupid well in this case there literally is like no there are two women one's maria hill yeah who's super confident but has no superpowers or super suits that give yeah. her superpowers and one is Natasha Romanoff, who has no super suits that give her superpowers, but She's is got really this, like awesome. little electrified boot gauntlet things. And okay, so she has some extra equipment and some uh, <laughs> uh, ballet spy training, I guess. <laughs> yep. So she's like fifty percent the way there. I get. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So you have two female characters. So there's only going to be the chance for two. Total romances, yeah? Yeah. And... Well, and Clint's wife. Yeah, but they're already married, and we meet her for the first time here. <laughs> and, like, then there's no drama there, because they're already married and, like, happy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, so there's not really opportunity for stuff. I don't know what point I was trying to make. I don't either. Also, I like, it's super uncomfortable so, the way they, like, force this really, like, dark conversation about them both being sterile. And like that made yeah, me oh, really yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that made me uncomfortable because like she's like sterilized. Yeah, but he has cancer. <laughs> what he has cancer? I mean, like essentially, his radiation poisoning. He has okay. <laughs> Yeah, but like they're not getting together to have kids right. or have family. And that's like what they but made I the thought, whole issue about. I thought the whole thing was that he couldn't have sex from the Hulk movie before he changed his face. Also that. Yeah. And well, that, now he can control himself, I guess, with her or whatever. But yeah, like that's yeah, but like thought, the whole hang up that they that wouldn't was get not together. An angry issue. That was a heart rate. Heart rate issue. I think that that movie's not canon. <laughs> Well, it's in the cinematic universe, according to the internet. <laughs> I know. But yeah, but, you like, know, whatever. I was like, why? Like, you can be in a romantic relationship with someone and not have a baby. <laughs> like, I don't uh-huh. understand. And she's like, I'm such a monster because I can't get pregnant. And I'm like, I mean, no. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're a monster because you killed people. <laughs> yeah, that, that should be it. Like, I'm a monster because I kill people. And like, you're, you know, you turn into a monster and then you kill people and then you feel bad about it. But I just kill people and I never feel bad about it. That's where the monster comes in for her. Yeah. I didn't understand where the whole thing about not yeah. having babies came from. No. Like, well. But yeah. So, it's a weird scene all around. And then they just decide they're going to run away together, I guess. They talk about it. But, like, they don't kiss in this scene, right? No. Uh, this is why they need Kat Den- Dennings. Denzing here to show us all how you kiss a man without like weird forced conversations about making babies first. Because mm-hmm. that comes later in a relationship. There's also this very like deep, like I don't usually get secondhand like social awkwardness from movies. I know a lot of people that do, but like um, there's this like line where he's where she's making the innuendos about showering together and then he goes guess we missed our chance and then she's like did we and i'm like ew like that feels so like depressing yeah see i didn't get that because like i think he's talking about the shower and she's trying to imply yeah this is not our only chance to shower together yeah 
Like, stop thinking that way, you moron. Yeah. I really wish I had a unpaid intern here to teach me how to kiss. <laughs> and then we get Clint and Laura talking about their relationship, and Clint's like totally oblivious. Yeah. And Laura's like, I'll tell you more about it when you're older. <laughs> And then we see, which also it bothered me because um, they oftentimes in movies will do a thing where like people will be having a conversation and then they'll cut to like them continuing the conversation in like a completely different location. But like it's just picking up immediately. Like they just stop talking dead to walk somewhere else and then continue talking. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't like it. But they do a similar thing in this where it's not quite that, but. You see Tony walk up to um, Steve out the window while Clint is talking to his wife. And then, like, they start talking. Like, you can't hear them, but you can see them. And then it's not for, like, the full length of the Clint and his wife scene. And then the full length of the uh, Hawker, uh, Scarlett Johansson Hulk scene. And then we go to Tony and Steve and they're still just, like, starting their conversation. (laughs) they're all at the same time so the 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 tony and steve captain america conversation all happens while they're chopping wood and looking really sexy honestly like even tony looked kind of hot but like steve looked really hot and his pile of wood was so big Okay, see, I don't remember any of the conversation here. I'm sure it was stupid. So do you want to summarize it up? Or should we just get to the part where Laura comes out of the house and says, will you take a look at my tractor? So basically, Tony is like, hey, um, I don't know why you're so angry. Like, we need this. And Steve's like, you shouldn't have done this. You didn't ask the team. It's basically the same argument they have like four times in this movie. Um, Oh, so making Ultron. Yeah. Because, duh. (laughs) Look, okay. I'm still on Tony's side. Um, <laughs> How are you on Tony's side? Okay, I see now why this you like this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when I... Oh, my God, it's snowing so hard. When I first saw these movies, like, I didn't like Captain America because I wasn't, like, in my, like, fever for Chris Evans quite yet. And I was, like, fully Team Tony and, like, Captain America and his dumb decisions made me so angry and his, like morality and like oh i'm so high and mighty um piss me off so (laughs) totally on tony's team i agree like if aliens are coming they need something more powerful to defeat them and it seemed like a good idea at the time but yeah i don't know he looked hot chopping that wood and then he rips it in half out of anger without even using the axe which was pretty hot so in summary I don't even care to summarize. So I wanted to be, I'd be like, you're kind of a reckless person, but you really like hot people. Yeah. And then Laura comes out of the house and says, hey, will you take a look at my tractor since I run this farm and I'm, I'm like, <laughs> like seven or eight months pregnant? Yeah. What is that? They don't have children except for like the very small, like probably five-year-old kids. And oh, she's like, like children to run the farm. Yeah. I, like they live in the 1800s. Yeah. And, like, it didn't seem that anyone else, like, there were no other homesteads that I saw on yeah, the farm. Yeah, like, like the, this, this pregnant lady runs this farm <laughs> all by herself. Well, her husband's out shooting arrows. Yeah, because like. he has a day job where he shoots arrows and is gone all the time. Yeah. yeah. 
And then, like, she, like, made it sound like whenever he's home, he's just, like, doing home improvement projects. I'm like, what does this farm grow? Like, what do they need a tractor for? But it turns out, look at my tractor was a ruse to get in the barn. Nick Fury wants to talk to you. Yes. Um, Which he does. But then, like, there's no reason to, like, have a ruse to go go in the barn. Nick Fury wants to talk to you because then Nick Fury just comes in the house and they all have a discussion <laughs> about, hey, totally we does. no longer have the powers of S.H.I.E.L.D. behind us. But we do, ha- or the powers of, like, looking up everything on the internet and all of the the... Uh, shield files behind us but we do have our wit wit so let's figure out why ultron is everywhere and what he wants and so they they talk about it and they are like well he wants the human race to evolve so they're like okay what does that mean and they figure it out and they're like we gotta go to the nexus Mm-hmm. which is a Norwegian internet hub where all the internet traffic goes through in the world, which totally makes doesn't make sense, but is in Oslo. <laughs> Geography. Um, so Tony goes there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they figure out that he's trying to make the human race evolve, so they're figuring, ah, he's going to want a human body. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Dr. Cho. Mm-hmm. So they go to... So they meaning uh, Captain America and the Black Widow go to Seoul, South Korea, um, and where he is in the uh, the tissue regeneration or generation cradle, mm-hmm. but it's not at her offices. It's riding around in the back of a semi truck around the city. Well, they were in her offices, but then he killed everyone there because. Uh, Scarlet Witch un-mind controlled Cho. Ah. Uh, and then um, Because once once Ultron got the human body, right. she could read his 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 biological mind yeah. and realize that Ultron is planning on destroying the world, not just the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Avengers, not the Avengers. <laughs> that would be weird because that's not, um uh, and then uh, Gives Dr. Cho back her mind control. Uh, but then he she gets it murdered. Should, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thinks it should be an extinction level event, like the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. Um, fight scene. Mm-hmm. You want to summarize this fight scene? Uh, so they dropped him out of the like Avengers spaceship thing, jet, and Scarlett Johansson. I always forget her name, Natasha. She's on a motorcycle. Um, and she's like chasing after the truck, and then Captain America's like hanging on to the truck, trying to fight the robots, and Ultron's in the back trying to like upload his brain to the body thing, and then um, they like make the robots into like jet propulsion things and pick up the semi trailer and fly it away, and Scarlett Johansson's in the back trying to like unplug the cradle or whatever. And then Ultron is like fighting Captain America on a train, like a passenger train. And yeah. then um, uh, the twins like go on to the train and Captain America's like, you have to save the people that are in the way. And then ask Scarlet Witch to like stop the train. So she uses her like weird powers to stop it. Um, her weird telekinesis powers because yeah. she has mind control powers and telekinesis powers. I yeah. liked that like, we, we skipped over this, but as they're coming back to Avengers headquarters uh, right after the first fight, 
um, they're trying to like exposit the twins and Dale's like very confused and then Maria goes, he's fast and she's weird. Oh yeah, like explain what they do. <laughs> Which is accurate. Yeah. Um. So they get the tissue generation cradle into the uh, shield. Oh, and this is where they make another sex joke. Yes, they do. <laughs> About like taking it up the butt. <laughs> yup. Because they put the cradle in the rear of the plane, which is how all <laughs> the cargo gets in planes. <laughs> yeah. Like there is no front load compartment for planes. Yeah. But so Hawkeye's like flying the plane. He's like, how do you want me to take it? And Scarlet's like, you're not going to like it. <laughs> But maybe it's you're not going to like it because it means it's in the air instead of come down and grab it and we'll load it up properly. Yeah. Instead, we'll shoot it into this airplane. It's like, cooler that way. Um, yeah. It's, okay. It's cooler that way. Yeah. So. Oh, and then she gets taken. Yeah. She gets kidnapped by an Ultron robot. Mm-hmm. Um. Hawkeye and the cradle with the weird body gets uh, go back to New York, and Captain America also goes back to New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Scarlet Witch is afraid what what Stark will do because he created Ultron, who can't tell the difference between saving the world and destroying it. He gets that from Stark, and Stark will do anything to make things better because he messed this up. Mm-hmm. Which is not a bad thing and a really great place to take a break. Money, money, money. Must be funny in the rich man's world. So, Dale, how much do you think this movie cost to make? Okay. This cost $200 million. More. Okay, it definitely costs more than that because there's so many actors in this movie. This was like a very heavy people movie. This cost $275 million to make. Less. 250 Yes. Yay. Okay, that only took me three <laughs> guesses. How much do you think it made? More than that. Accurate. Okay, this made a billion dollars. More than that. What? But it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I made almost a billion and a half. Oh my god! I made a half a billion dollars here, just domestically. I made so bad. Is that why they kept going everywhere around the world for like no reason? Probably. Like we gotta go get this uh, this vibranium from uh, South Africa because that's where it is, and we gotta like. Dr. Cho's lab isn't here, but we brought her all the way here. And then now we have to go back to South Korea, which like when we're watching it the first time, I was like, oh, I thought they were just in like Chinatown. Yeah. What's interesting, though, is that most of these movies like that tend to make a lot of money foreignly, like American movies. I don't think they make twice as much money. Like that seems rare. Usually it's like America that makes the most like percentage of the total uh-huh. gross, but this made like almost a billion dollars just foreign, and then like half a billion here. Well, apparently the rest of the world agrees with you. 
that I think that this is a pretty good movie. But it's not. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, they really weren't any fireworks in this whatsoever. No. So back to the plot. Stark and Banner find Jarvis mm-hmm. um, buried in their systems. So he's not dead or destroyed, or he was destroyed, but they repair him. And they have the tissue generation cradle. They start discussing putting Jarvis in the body that Ultron created. Um, and then they do that. Yeah. It's like the same conversation they had the first time where Bruce is like, no, we shouldn't do that. And then Tony's like, no, but we should. And then they do. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> Bruce literally says, I feel like I'm in a time warp. <laughs> and then they do it anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah, like <laughs> um, then Captain America brings the twins there. Um, they try to tell him they're doing the wrong thing. Bruce is mad at the twins. Why, okay, why did I write that? He's mad at them because... Oh, yeah, they made him hulk out. Yeah, and kill a bunch of people in Africa. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then made him go into hiding because, uh, you know, South Africa is maybe suing him. I don't know what mm-hmm. what happened And then Clint was mad at them because they tried to mind control him. Yeah. Um, so everyone's fighting each other. And then Thor comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, comes out of nowhere. <laughs> He's back from his, like, journey to the bath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, guys, I'm showered and ready to go. <laughs> Doesn't uh, my hair look nice? He like summons the lightning and like smashes the cradle, and everyone thinks that he's like trying to destroy it. And Tony's like, no, but it turns out he's actually on their side, and he's just like electrifying it to power it up. Oh, is that what happened? I didn't get that at all. Yeah, yeah. But then, um, then a red nakedy guy pops out of the cradle <laughs> and pushes people away. And then looks at the city through the window. And then he puts clothes on. Uh, he Magically. apologizes and grows clothes in a cape and calls himself Vision. Mm-hmm. It's Paul Bettany. Who, who's that? That's yeah, that guy. The actor. Yeah. Okay. He does the voice of Jarvis. Makes sense since the kit was created with Jarvis. And he has the Mind Stone, which he puts in the middle of his forehead. Mm-hmm. It's the most powerful stone, Infinity Stone. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and somehow shoots lasers. And he gives, he gives a speech, which involves, we have to go to Sokovia mm-hmm. to fight Ultron. He's very cryptic. He's like, I don't know that I'm a bad guy, but I don't know that I'm a good guy. But right now, we just need to stop Ultron. And then he licks. licks. <laughs> he lifts up Mjolnir and everyone's like, shocked yeah and hands it to thor and everybody's shocked because of course you can't lift it unless you're worthy Mm -hmm. um and then they're like okay that's significant and we should trust this guy because he could lift up the hammer Mm -hmm. um so they go to scovia so once they're in the scovia (laughs) mew mew (laughs) you like that i put that in there (laughs) once they get to scovia the twins job is to evacuate the city so um, Quicksilver runs around and says, you got to leave now, Scarlet Witch. Uh, first of all, picked out like this le- red leather jacket from mm-hmm. uh, Tony's closet that somehow fit her. Yeah. And uh, goes around and mind controls people and tells them they got to leave. Mm-hmm. And um, they go to find out what Ultron's been 
building and find and save uh, Natasha Romanoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultron turns out to be at the church of the center of the city where Stark goes because Ultron hates him the most because he's his daddy. Yeah. Oh, also, before they get back to Sokovia, there's a scene where um, Natasha wakes up in a prison cell. And, or no, she's not in a prison cell. She's just like sleeping on the ground in like the factory where Ultron's building all of his robot bodies. And um, I really like that scene because he like, he's like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And then like rips his own face in half and is in like an even bigger Ultron body. (laughs) I thought that was cool. I thought there was no point to that (laughs) scene and it doesn't make sense to like rip your face in half and have a bigger body. Why not? Because they damaged him. So we okay. make a new one. Yeah, but then, like, keep the old one that you're a million people because you're the internet. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, I didn't even include that. It was that for dramatic effect. <laughs> oh, apparently I'm not into putting on dramatic performances for one-person audiences. <laughs> I am. And, uh, and prison cells. I love his drama. Oh, is that why you like <laughs> Okay, so, so. <laughs> so yeah, they're evacuating the city. Uh, Tony's like going to fight Ultron. Vision goes in and burns Ultron out of the net. Mm-hmm. Ultron gets mad. He's like, you take away my world. I take away yours and lifts part of the city out of the ground and then says, you Avengers are my meteor. So he's literally taking, you know, a floating piece of land and is going to lift it up and then throw it back at the at the earth so that it causes an extinction level event. Mm-hmm. So that is that is Ultron's grand plan. Genius. Su- super <laughs> genius, I guess. I don't know. Um <laughs> yeah. Um uh Bruce Banner goes to uh find Romanoff and rescue her her from prison, which he does by by uh, shooting a hole in the her prison cell, mm-hmm. and then they have a short little conversation where they talk about running away together. And then she says, "I adore you," and finally kisses him. And then, then pushes him off a cliff so that he'll hulk out because he need she needs the green guy to help him fight this fight. Mm-hmm. So, floating meteor city. Yeah, they're like, let's save lots of people. And they're fighting. Yeah, and then Scarlet Witch starts having like PTSD, and so Hawkeye like takes oh, her in a building. Yeah, I would, I, I would call it like she's like having like a breakdown. Yeah, like it's, she's feeling super guilty because she thinks it's her fault for like helping Ultron. Because it kind of is. Well, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of Tony Stark's fault for being like, I'm gonna create this thing and it will be super good without like thinking it through and being like, I'll just use this alien technology. What could go possibly wrong? Also true. Yeah, it's like a bunch of nonsense. So, mm-hmm. and um, so then Hawkeye has to give her a pep talk, which is great. Yeah, he says, everybody loves that line. The city is flying. We are fighting an army of robots, and I have a bow of arrow. <laughs> None of this makes sense. And then he says, "Accurate. If you fight, you fight to kill. If you don't, it's okay. We'll just get your brother to come find you. But if you set, step out that door, you're an adventure." Which makes no sense because they were bad guys. <laughs> Well, yeah, but they were they were helping to save that train of people in Korea, or she was. Yeah, because it was their fault. So also, like, here's the thing: I understand from like an emotional perspective, but like this is like 
not the first time that it's come up where someone has blamed Tony Stark personally for uh-huh. like arms that have affected them. But like he wasn't fighting in the war. He wasn't buying the arms to bomb your city. Like he probably wasn't even manufacturing them himself. He's like a Playboy billionaire that doesn't even pay attention to his company. So like it's not Yeah, that's Tony. sort of a problem if you're a Playboy billionaire who doesn't pay attention to your company and your company's doing awful shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like it's the, not his fault. The buck stops at the top. Does it? Yes. I mean, like financially, yes, because <laughs> he's rich. But like he always he, passes off his responsibility. It was Obadiah, probably, that made Sokovia happen. Obadiah from 10 years ago? No. Yeah. Obadiah's been running the company since Tony's dad died. Obadiah ran the company when his dad died? Yeah. Because he was too young to run the company himself. He was still running it, remember? That was the whole plot of the and first Iron Man movie. And then he came back, and then they joint ran the company. No, because Tony and was then, too uh, busy philandering, and so Obadiah no. was doing illegal arms deals behind his back, and that's no. what got him kidnapped. Yes, that was the plot of the first movie. No, because then, <laughs> then, then Tony was in control of Stark Industries, for a Sometimes. long period, because that's when they gave him that wonderful award. Which Obadiah Vegas, accepted for him because he was actually running the company. When he was in Las Vegas, which he was not there to accept because he was off playing craps yeah. at, the, <laughs> at the Las Vegas tables and flirting with women. Mm-hmm. But he was in charge of the company. They're not ru- giving it to the CEO. Obadiah was running Obadiah. the company, no. Tony was, was really just the face of it. No, they were both running the company. And then once he came back from being Iron Man, that's when Obadiah actually started running the company. You have Officially. To have, you have to have personal responsibility. It's and, Tony and Stark. It's, he has no personal responsibility. And Tony Stark <laughs> should have that personal responsibility because he was the owner of the company. That's not his character trait. <laughs> no, it's not. Which is why... I hate Tony Stark. <laughs> it's true. I guess you're getting what you wanted. You're baiting me into like <laughs> debating the uh, the politics and ethics of a fake universe. No, we're not there yet. I know, but I know that we're going to be. And oh, I- yeah. You, you caught them. They referenced the Sokovia Accords in the trailer. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Stop smiling at me. I'm mad at you. I'm now. very excited. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. So then so, she. So then she pops out the door because she decides she's going to be an Avenger and starts, you know, blast, blasting people with her telekinesis. And she looks really cool because she's in a long leather jacket. Yeah. Um, um, it turns out they make up a backup plan, which is to vaporize the city so that. It doesn't hit like a meteor. Um, they get the flo- the good old floating aircraft carrier from Shield and its lifeboats to show up, and so they're and they're now above the clouds. Which like this bothered me so much because at this point, <laughs> like everybody should be passed out from lack of oxygen, yep. except for maybe Captain America because he's like super enhanced and Iron Man because he's in because he's in a suit that has a breath- breather in it. But everybody else should be like, oh, and all the robots. All the robots don't breathe oxygen, oh, so true. they're 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 just fine. But everybody else. Should oh, and be. Thor, because he lives in outer space. Yeah, 
He's fine in that. Okay, so those are all the all the players we have. <laughs> in in, re, in reality, but it turns out none of this makes any sense. Yeah, they're all just fine. Um, so they're loading up the lifeboats of all the peoples. Um, with the aircraft character uh, carriers, um, and Tony wants to create a heat seal on the floating island city. But need, first needs everybody off the rock. They also need to protect the the core, which is holding it together from breaking up early. And so they're protecting that from um, all the Ultron robots. And so they uh, gather all the Avengers and then all the Ultron robots come at them at the same time like a pack of zombies. Also, um, there's this one extra woman who, like, I don't know if she's a, like an actress or something because... She's, like, the only extra in this entire, like, half-hour-long scene that gets any special screen time, and she comes up, like, three or four times. Oh, she is wearing this, like, <laughs> like nightgown, like, yeah. sexy nightgown, like, and she's at a cafe with her, like, seven or eight, seven-ish-year-old yeah. son. Yeah. Like, I was like, what is she wearing underneath that coat? I don't know. But yeah, so they get her on a boat and then she like doesn't have her son suddenly. So then Clint goes to save her. But then Ultron's like angry because um, they like beat him at the core or whatever. And so he like takes a spaceship and just starts like firing wildly at people. And um, so Hawkeye tries to like shield the child from the bullets with his body. And then Quicksilver um, comes in and yeah. puts the bus in front of him to shield them, but he ends up getting shot and dying. Yeah. Which makes Scarlet Witch real mad and sad and angry. But also, like, those are probably, like, bullets the size of your head, and they're coming out of, like, a Gatling gun from an airplane, so they totally would have ripped through his whole body and a Hawkeye and that child. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know. Dramatic. That is dramatic that is the like that is the the least of my concerns. Despite like the, all the people who are still breathing oxygen and not passed out. Oh no, actually, or no. the floating it's island. Even more stupid because Hawkeye gets shot. I forgot he does get shot, but the kid's fine. Oh, I thought Hawkeye didn't get shot. No, I he thought does. he just had. He gets shot he in got, the side again. <laughs> I thought he just got like brushed. By a bullet, and then he had, and then he had a Quicksilver's blood on his hand, and that's why it was bloody. No, I think he was bleeding. I don't think he was because he didn't touch Quicksilver. There's blood all around. I think he touched. He touched Quicksilver because he dragged Quicksilver's body onto the lifeboat. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I would have left him there. Anyway. Um, okay. We've been, okay. Can we establish that that Felix is a jerk? <laughs> Listen, the thing's about to blow up. It's time to go. Okay. Anyway, um, the Hulk uh, ends up not getting his lullaby because he gets mm-hmm. interrupted by that aircraft gunfire. And Scarlet Witch is really sad. And she goes to like the biggest leader, Ultron robot, and pulls out what would have been his heart. But yeah. it's like a metal ball thing. And it probably has no function. So whatever. And like makes a speech about how... How, like, having your brother die, it feels like that. and mm-hmm. feels like dying and having your heart ripped out. But really, it's it's not his heart. Because he's not biological. So, and it doesn't hurt. Maybe it's like his core, like Tony's. Like a reactor core. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. No comment. So, the city starts crashing down. 
Vision saves Scarlet Witch, who's the only one left on the uh, floating island city. Foreshadowing. <laughs> you are giving this away to me. Um, and Thor pulverizes the city into tiny little me- meteors, which mostly land in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Where'd the ocean come from? Because it was a landlocked city. We'll never know. Uh, I don't know. When you lift it out of the out of the, out of the thing, I'm assuming you can also move it sideways. Or maybe because like the Earth is rotating, but they're going straight up, it just like rotates over the ocean. You know <laughs> that it is rotating at the same speed as the Earth, and so it would not change. You don't know that. Yes, we do because it's on the Earth. No, it's not. It's in the air. Yeah, but <sighs> they go out of the atmosphere. <laughs> no. Okay. So, the city is on the surface of the Earth, right? Sure. Okay, so it is moving the same speed as the surface of the Earth. Well, it's attached. Because it's attached. Okay, when you when you start lifting it up off the surface of the Earth, it doesn't, like, put on its weird brakes <laughs> and stop moving the, <laughs> Maybe the same does. speed. Where do these brakes come from? The rockets on the bottom. Yeah, so whatever... Whatever changes in the rockets, that is where, or like whatever mild variations in the rockets that aren't moving it straight up, that is where it moves to. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that the Earth is (laughs) rotating below it. I mean, you know, maybe. No. (laughs) Okay. So... Hulk takes off in the Avengers jet. Does this jet have a name? I feel like it does. The Quadra is something or other. I don't like that. Um, okay. So <laughs> noted. Uh, and then uh, Vision, or no, Natasha like calls him on the like video screen. And yeah. She's like, hey, big guy, we can't find you because the cloaking technology's on, so you're going to have to turn it around. And he just Take off turns it off. Mode, and he just turns off his view screen. Which is rude. Well, when you're the Hulk, you're rude. Um, and then, on the ground, Vision and the last Ultron robot have a talk. Mm-hmm. Ultron is the last one and is afraid of death. Um, he says, Stark asked for a savior and got a slave. And they say, humans are odd that they want, they think that order and chaos are somehow opposite. Yeah. And then he's like, you're so naive. And Vision's like, yeah, but I was born yesterday. That is true. I feel like that's not true. I feel like this all took place in the span of one day. Oh, like he was born. Well, right, because <laughs> I feel like he was born at nighttime. Oh, yeah. So, yesterday. Okay. okay. Um, Resolution. All the things that happen, like Nathaniel's born. I don't remember this at all. Like, there's not a scene of the kid being born. It's just, hey, look, this is the baby. I don't remember this at all. Oh well, it's not important, and you hate babies. Yeah, my brain shuts off when people try to show me pictures of their babies. So I guess. It's amazing because, like, I think you have seen a million pictures of my niece. Yeah, but she's cute. Most babies are cute, and it's also like what they make them to be. So adults take care of them. All of them. They're ugly babies. That's true. (laughs) Um. 
Donnie goes to wherever. He just takes <laughs> off in his sports car and is like, I need time, guys. Yeah, there's no Iron Man movies left. We don't know where he goes. Yeah. There's new Avengers headquarters in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. It has a bunch of soldiers and everyone is an Avenger now, including Falcon. Mm-hmm. Slash Sam Wilson. They're like the B team, though. Yeah. Well, everybody gets to be an Avenger now. Oh, before Captain America. Except Quicksilver because he's dead. Before Tony. Yeah. Except for <laughs> Quicksilver because he's dead. Except uh, before Tony goes wherever in his sports car, him and Captain America stare into each other's eyes and have some sort of conversation. Um, they talk about if Vision is worthy of uh, mm-hmm. because he can pick up the hammer or if he is analogous to an elevator, which also lifts a hammer because it's a machine. Yeah. And just has a floor. Not like it needs Which to be. I think it's a fair point. <laughs> also, he has an infinity stone, so that could also be why. That's true. That's very powerful. Or I was thinking maybe it's because he's like powered by the hammer, and that's the only reason that like he turned out well. Because mm. he came and like got struck by a hammer and was like, boom. Do you know how the hammer was made? Um, I'm going to go with ancient magic. It was forged in the heart of a dying star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did uh, explain this to me in a very long like intro to a movie. Yeah. yeah. You think you're the only superhero in the world? You're here with a mission, sir? Well, I guess that's worth a look. You know, and thank you, by the way, for listening. Rose. So, yeah, that's the end. And then the after credit scene is Thanos pulling out his glove and he's like his gauntlet. And he's like, I called it a glove. <laughs> I mean, it is. Uh, he goes, fine, I guess I'll have to do it myself. Which is like ridiculous to me because like, why are you sending your lackeys still if it's not working out for you? Um. Okay. I don't know. Maybe you like to sit in that giant rock chair. Yeah. With the like, boosters. I want I want a uh, like a, a one shot or so of just don't. like what Thanos does during the day. Because we never see him not just sitting in that chair. Yeah. But it's not like he's holding court. He's uh, just sitting in that chair. That sounds boring. Uh-huh. Thanos life. Thanos' yeah. life must be boring. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um that's Age of Ultron. Yeah. Dale, what was your favorite part? Um, I think it was when uh, Hawkeye says, we're on a floating island. I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> right. None of this does make sense. That's true. What was your favorite part? Uh, Ultron, just in general. Like, I don't under, like, the concept of Ultron as a bad guy, the I like concept the of voice Ultron, actor, and I like or the like weird metal lip <laughs> things, or the fact that you think this metal dude is totally hot. I never it. picked up on the metal lips until now, <laughs> but like I just like I like Ultron as a concept. I like AI robots, and I like the voice actor. I thought he's like it's like a good character because it's like Tony Stark. I think it would be Ultron would have been a better Iron Man villain, um, because like. Every single Iron Man movie is basically just Tony Stark fighting himself or an incarnation of himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and that's what this was again. Yeah. But he's, like, very quippy, which I liked. And, like, 
he still seemed like he was like a little like new, you know, and like there's the bit where he like forgets what babies are called. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just like Ultron. Okay. What was your least favorite part? The romance between oh, the yeah. <laughs> Hulk and Scott Johansson. Okay. What was your least favorite part? Um, I go with Tar- Tony Stark. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he wasn't his like full brand of Tony Stark jerk though. Like he's been a little muted since the Avengers. Oh, because he's all sad because he has <laughs> maybe something resembling PSD TD, or maybe he just realized he's not the most powerful person in the universe, and maybe something could kill him someday, or maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, the scene where Chris Evans is tearing open wood. <laughs> that <laughs> that was your favorite part, yeah. Right, not your least favorite part, yeah. Because you do talk about that a lot. It's good. Kyle. There's a video on YouTube of it in slow motion. Seriously. How many times have you watched that? (laughs) Probably a lot. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Probably more times than I've seen this movie. (laughs) All right. What did we learn? Uh, Don't create an AI robot. That is amazing that you learned that, considering Tony Stark totally did not learn that. (laughs) No, but they told him that he needed to learn that lesson, and then he didn't. Uh Uh-huh. I learned that uh, if you're going to make weapons, either don't put your name on it. That'd be smart. Or have really good quality control so it blows up and people aren't staring at your name printed on this weapon that that might blow up in their faces. Mm Mm-hmm. Or doesn't. I learned that you join the Avengers by stepping out of a door or showing up at their facility and being a soldier. <laughs> yep. How uh, how many Batmans or Supermans? <laughs> you are never a god. You are never a man. Kill Martha. And that sound clip doesn't it sound like he's saying "kill Martha"? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what he says in the movie. Uh, I think he says save Martha. Um, I'm not going to play it again. <laughs> or maybe, but I do think he says kill Martha. <laughs> that's what it and like. I'm not going to watch that movie again to find out. We have to. You watch it by yourself. <laughs> by your sad, lonely self. <laughs> but I'm going to give this two Batman versus Supermans. Okay. Why? Because it wasn't very good. What kind of question is that? <laughs> Nobody learned anything. Oh, let's create an AI. Okay. That seems like a good idea. I'll totally be convinced by you, guy who I usually hate. And then they do it, and it turns out really, really, really fucking bad. And then they do it again. <laughs> without, like, without, like, a hey, how is this going to turn out different? Instead, they're just like, I feel like I'm in a time loop and we're doing this, having the same argument. But okay, this will be better. They do it again. I don't like that because it's dumb. It is dumb. Oh, we didn't talk about how when um, Tony was at the Nexus, how he figures out it's Jarvis that's been like stopping Ultron from getting the nuclear codes. That was another thing that bothered me. I didn't get that at all because... uh, no. It was not explained. No. And that, that whole Nexus thing didn't make sense. But also because, like, 
honestly, less than that, it bothered me because they were very hung up on this idea of the nuclear codes. And I'm like... I don't even remember them talking about the nuclear codes. They talked about it a lot. Because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to like, what the fuck, the nexus. <laughs> but I was just like, what? Like, that was How do they... Their first, like, their first instinct when, um, like, Agent Colonel Best Friend was like, he could go after something more serious. And then Natasha and Steve are like the nuclear codes. And then later at the Nexus, they're like, they're stopping him from getting the nuclear codes. And I'm like, why would Ultron want bombs? Like he's going to drop the whole like city on the earth and cause a meteor. Like That's he doesn't true. need bombs. He doesn't need bombs. Whatever. Also, he's like got the world supply of vibranium and like robot armies and is like stealing things from all over. He can just make bombs. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 He has that. And has a mind control staff so he could like go mind control the president. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> it's dumb. I don't like, I think people just like the idea of the nuclear codes. Yeah. That's probably why I blocked that entire thing out. Okay. So Felix, what's our next movie? Ant-Man. Without the wasp, though. Okay. Just plain old Ant-Man. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? Okay. So, when we watch this movie, because you own it on DVD, mm-hmm. we got to see a preview for Ant-Man. So, I'm fairly <laughs> certain this is very accurate. Paul Rudd is Ant-Man, a guy with a special suit who can make himself tiny and really big. And I'm not sure what the advantage of being really tiny is, except you could... Sp- fit through really small places but it's gonna take you a really long time to get places because you're really tiny mm-hmm. clearly the advantage of being really big is to be like the hulk while still remaining in full control mm-hmm. um, plot is paul rudd goes to prison meets michael douglas who has a beard which is really a goatee not a full beard <laughs> Which is what I look like in a beard, because this is how I know this. True. Because I got a like face fake like sticker beard for Christmas last year, and I wore it Christmas Eve. And I have a picture of myself, and Mark's like, you know what you look like? You look like Michael Douglas and Ant-Man. It's true. So we'll put it on our Instagram account, um, which is Felix. Dragsdale. <laughs> 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 Were you saying like comma? No, I was just trying to prompt you so you so I didn't do all the talking. Oh, okay. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> that's what I look like with the beard. Um, Michael Douglas gives him a special suit with the ability to shrink and get big on command and big and command the loyalty of ants. He battles a bald baddie who has the same suit but in the color yellow instead of red. He has a young daughter who has a Thomas the Train model train set. All true. Yeah. I did great. <laughs> you cheated. <laughs> I watched the preview. <laughs> you can't know the plot from the preview. Or you can't know all of the plot from the preview. You can when you've seen 10 of these movies already. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Join us next time. Um, and check out me in the beard <laughs> on, our, on Instagram. Yeah. We're also on Twitter. Same handle. Felix Dragsdale. And so it's like there's six infinity stones. There's like one for each finger and then one in the middle. 
And the uh-huh. one in the middle is substantially larger than the rest of them, but it oh, does yeah. not appear to be that way when you're just looking at the stones. Okay. <laughs> and it bothers me. 